What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we'll jump right into it today. I saw news that the Twins have signed Chris Archer for some rotation depth. I mean, Chris Archer is a name that's always going to somewhat jump out at you, but we have to remember he's not the same pitcher he once was. He's not the guy that was, you know, the all-star and just strikeout machine. I guess he still gets a lot of strikeouts, but he's not the all-star that he once was. He's 33 now, and he's definitely out of his prime. His best years are behind him, but the Twins went out and got him for some back of the rotation depth. It's a one-year, $3.5 million deal with a mutual option for 2023. And he's going to join a rotation mix that features Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Joe Ryan, and Bailey Ober. So, you know, Sonny Gray at the front of it, Dylan Bundy's okay. You know, you, they, they have a decent rotation. It's not great. It's just, you know, some guys with a lot of upside, I'll say, with Gray, Bundy, and Archer. But some guys with also a pretty low floor, if we're being honest. Maybe not with Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray has a pretty solid floor. You know what you're getting from him. But, you know, at this point, Archer had actually been working independently because he had been unsigned, and he ramped up to around 40 to 50 pitches in his most recent outing, meaning just, you know, out there independently, not against, um, not in, in real spring training games. He's just working out on his own, probably with some other guys. But he had been sharing video and analytical data with the Twins in the weeks leading up to this signing. And the fact that they they signed him means that they believe he's relatively ready. He's relatively ready to step into rotation and pitch this season, even though he hadn't been in camp for the past few weeks. So he's probably going to jump right into the rotation. I mean, that's the beauty of technology these days. They use the TrackMan, which is a device that they can use to get you know his, his pitch speeds, you know, his velocities, and the rotation that he's getting and things like that. And compare that to where he normally sits during the season, see how he's progressing. So they've added, Carl, they meaning the Twins, they've added Carlos Correa, Sonny Gray, Joe Smith, Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela. Now they've added Chris Archer. Pretty darn good offseason for the Minnesota Twins. Nobody really knew that they were going to retool this way. I mean, it didn't look like that even just a few weeks ago. But all these moves just came in all at once when it started when they traded for Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela and everything else just kind of fell in place. So, yeah, you're, you're going to see an interesting effort in Minnesota because I think that they, they're going to want to play well because they want Carlos Correa to stay, obviously. Correa has leverage to opt out. Obviously, if he has a good season, he's going to opt out. But, you know, I'm sure he's going to take winning into account to an extent because he's guaranteed, if he wants it, he's guaranteed an additional you know $35 million for 2023 if he wants it. But right now, they're going to go into the season with, with you know, I would say the three main starters being Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Chris Archer. Chris Archer was back with the Rays last season. He pitched to a 4.66 ERA in six appearances, which was just five starts. But he just had a lot of injuries. That's been an issue for him for some years now. Injuries have, have been the main problem for Chris Archer. So hopefully he can stay healthy in Minnesota and add to their rotation. In other news, the Padres have traded for Matt 
Beatty from the Dodgers. So Matt Beatty is is I mean, first of all, this is a rare trade between two division rivals. You don't see that too often. But he's headed to San Diego in exchange for minor league infielder and pitcher River Ryan. I said infielder and pitcher. See, we're seeing more of that these days, more of these legitimate two-way guys. Because, you know, guys have guys like Shohei Otani have have definitely paved the way and made teams more open to it. But Beatty was designated for assignment by the Dodgers on Wednesday. And, you know, they, they need to clear some room. So they traded him. He should fill a pretty useful role in San Diego because the Padres are short on outfield options, particularly left field, and their bench needs a boost too. Remember, Fernando Tatis Jr. is out, at least, you know, to start the year. So, you know, Beatty is a left-handed hitter, and he has a knack for reaching base. He had a pretty good season last year, 270 with a 363 on base, 402 slugging across 120 games. So he played a lot, but he just gives you a professional AB. He has a high on-base percentage. Even just for that, that's someone who, who you want on your team for sure. They can see him as a pinch hitter. In San Diego, he played a little outfield, played a little first base. He's got some versatility. As things stand right now, Jerickson Profar projects as the Padres opening day left fielder, but now Matt Beatty is definitely going to challenge for that spot. I mean, Beatty raced pretty poorly defensively, but his bat is well, well above Jerickson Profar's. He had an OPS more than 100 points better than Profar's last year. See, a platoon seems unlikely for these guys because although Profar has a switch hitter, he's always posted better numbers from the left side. So, Perhaps what you could have is that Beatty starts games and left, and then Profar comes off the bench as a defensive replacement late in games. You could see that. I can definitely see that happening. So this is actually the first deal involving the Padres and Dodgers since Matt Kemp went to San Diego in 2014 with Yasmani Grandal heading back to L.A. You don't, you don't really see many interdivisional trades like that, intradivisional trades like that. As far as the prospect going back to L.A., he was the Padres' 11th-round pick last season. He hit 308 at Arizona Complex League, which is just rookie ball. So we don't really have much of insight of to you know, where he stands in the grand scheme of things. He, he hit well in rookie ball, but that's just rookie ball. So River Ryan, we'll see what he's really made of. He's only 23, so we'll see. We shall see. But... Those are really the updates we have for now. Just a couple of things. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess there is there is some confirmation from Albert Pujols where he said that this is going to be his final season. So he is going to be retiring after 22. So it will be Yadi Molina and Pujols retiring after this year. We don't know if Wainwright is going to go as well. So that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.